Hello, my name's Timothy Stephen Newsom. People call me Steve. I'm 35 from Kentucky, and I found out 22 months ago that I have a son. I was selling as I did every Saturday at my local flea market, Bull Creek Trade Center. Along came this elderly lady with a little child. Something was clearly wrong. She was crying and upset. She looked at me and said, this is your son. I'm sorry the mother did you this way, but this is your son. Okay, I said, calm down, let's figure this out. I said, I will take a DNA test, but honestly, I don't believe it's my child. I said, the reason for that is I tried for 10 years to have a child with my ex-wife, and also two girls in the past have told me that they're pregnant with my child, and when they take the pregnancy test, it determined it was a lie. Okay, so she messages me and says, I've thought about it, you can take the DNA test. So the next day I went, bought the test, went to her house, took the test, sent it in. Two to three weeks later, ironically, my ex-wife's at my house. I opened the letter and said, you are not excluded as the father. And I don't know why, but something in my mind said, you're not the father, Steve. Because it said, you are not excluded as the father. I set the letter down, go to the bathroom. Okay, she picks the letter up, starts screaming and hollering saying, oh my God, I can't believe this. You are the father, you have a son. She started to cry tears of sadness because it wasn't her child. And I started to cry tears of joy because I always wanted a child. At that point, I'm ecstatic. I'm beyond happy to find out I have a sweet little boy. I contact the grandmother, say you is right. He's my son. I really want to see him. I want to be a big part of his life. And she agrees with me. You should be with your son. Your son should be with you. You should raise him. He should live with you. That's the right thing to do. She posts on Facebook. I mean, there's no denying it. She posted it on Facebook that I'm his biological father. Praise God, Joey's met his dad. He's coming to live with his dad soon. So everything's grand. I get get my home ready, tell my family. You know, I do a lot of work getting everything ready for him. Okay, I went and hired a lawyer and told him we had an agreement. Because I told her, I said, I want to do this legal. If he's coming to live with me, I want custody of him. I want you to sign it and sign over custody to me. She agrees to this and everything. I get the lawyer and he says, not a problem. You have an agreement, it should be easy. We went to court. She gets in court and flips on me. Says she thinks I'm on drugs, thinks I'm unfit, yada, yada, yada. My young lawyer that I had at the time spoke up and said, oh yeah, we'll take the higher drug test, blah, blah, blah. Not knowing I had to pay for it. But I went and took said drug test, passed the drug test, which gave me overnight visits. The mother, the grandmother rather, she backed out of the agreement. She said, you're not getting him unless the court says so. Okay, at that point I tell my lawyer and he says, I'm in over my head, I really don't know what to do. I said, okay, I'm sorry. My main goal here is to get my son. If you can't do that, you can't be my attorney. So I had to let him go find a different lawyer. Okay, this is a female lawyer. And, you know, I've seen her win cases. I've heard a lot of people brag about her. Nothing but good things. I hired her in good faith. She said, I will get you your son. Not a problem. Okay, we go through court. She doesn't really fight for me. She doesn't file the right paperwork. 
she just doesn't care, okay? And I had to let her go, okay? By the time I let her go, it was the end of all this, and the judge had said, you only get standard visitation only, and that's the way it is. I wasn't settling for that because I knew it was wrong. From start to finish, they sided with her every every single time. Even on things where the judge says, here's 14, 15 things I want each lawyer to address about the child. Okay, he signs off on whole documents on their side. You mean we couldn't even get one out of 14 or 15? That's absurd. And when asking, when I asked the judge, you know, why? Why can't I have more than standard visitation? Why? He can't give me a logical answer. So I had had to hire a different lawyer. This is my third lawyer by this point. That's where I'm currently at with it, with the same lawyer. This is my third lawyer. I paid him four or $5,000 to do this appeal. And everything's filed on the appeal, just waiting on it to come back. But from there to here, I still haven't got my son's birth certificate straightened out. They told me at two court dates not to pay child support pending the appeal. The second child support hearing, the judge and the child support lawyer both agreed. When the appeal comes back, more than likely he'll have 50-50 or more. He's the biological father, she's the grandmother, he'll probably have 50-50. So we're not going to make him pay child support until the appeal comes back. She didn't like that decision. She went, she sued me again for child support. This time, her lawyer bashed me for five minutes. My lawyer said nothing. Absolutely nothing. We got in the hallway and he said, I guess you're just going to have to pay it like everybody else. I said, are you kidding me? You're my lawyer. You said nothing in my defense. Nothing. I said, I'm going to have to let you go if you can't be more aggressive. And actually try to fight for my son. I said, that's why they're winning. They're so aggressive. The judge takes him seriously. Even though they're buddy-buddy with him. And that's probably a factor in it. They're still beating us on the aggressive part. They're bashing me, and that's what people remember. My son, he said, let the facts do the talking for you. Well, the facts have got me nowhere. It's got a fit, loving, biological father that's found out 22 months ago that he has a son. Standard visitation, and that's all I have. The standard visitation. 23 months ago, to my knowledge, I didn't have a child. And they're trying to hold it against me not knowing about him for three and a half years. Their lawyer will get in court and say, he's done nothing for this child in five years. He's not done a thing for this child. And which is absurd. You can't do something for somebody you know nothing about. Okay, and she admits she came to Bull Creek. She told me about him. We took DNA. She agrees to everything. She tells the court he's a good person. He's a good father. Joey should be with his dad, just not right now. The second lawyer I had asked her in court, said, you're saying he should be with his dad, that that's the right thing to do, that's the right place to live. Why are you not letting him see him, other than the standard visitation? She says, well, he should be with him, just not right now. My lawyer said, well, when? When should they be together? She said, well, by the time school starts. She lets her know that she's in court, you know, she's under oath, this and that. And she says, yeah, we'll do a slow transition. It's what my lawyer's telling her at this point. We'll do a slow transition. He can spend a night for the next month or whatever. 
then two nights, three nights, you know, slowly transition him to like you said before school starts. Oh no, we won't we won't do anything like that. Just leave it as is. And that's when that's when the court should have realized what she's in this for. And also on a different court date, she offered fifty fifty to me. My lawyer took me in the hallway until we received an offer for fifty fifty. If you let her keep her benefits and she'll move closer to you and she'll share everything. Just let her keep her benefits. You know, I about cried at that point. I was like, yes, we're finally ending this. I'm getting 50-50. She can have the benefits. I don't want the state aid. I don't want none of that. Okay? Her, her lawyer speaks up and says, you'll lose 125 a month case tap. Do you still want to proceed? Here's her response. Oh, Lord God, no, I can't lose my check. I'm not going to lose my check. Okay, so she backs out over $125 a month. I tell my lawyer, I'll pay her the extra $125 a month. You can't do that, they told me. So at that point, she's told me twice. She's put on Facebook telling the world, Joey's coming to live with his dad. It's the right thing to do. She takes that back. She gets in court. She offers me 50-50. She takes that back. If this doesn't show the court how unstable this woman is, how cruel is that to tell somebody your child's coming to live with you, get everything ready, and then just out of the blue saying, nope, change my mind. Okay, let me let me break it down here for you. I'm a fit, loving father that's got a brand new home, which I'm paying for, yes, but it's a brand new home. Between my fiance and I, we have four vehicles. We've got reliable transportation. Okay, I've took their hired drug test. I've passed their hired drug test. I've never been late on a visit to this whole standard visitation time. Every single time that I've had my son, everything's went perfect. Nothing bad to say, nothing. Okay, she's sick, elderly, has cancer. She's had one lung removed. And she's very sick. And she's made it obvious to the court that she would let me have 50-50 if it wasn't for the $125 a month loss. Which is a complete and other shame and a joke. Any judge that buys into her BS should not be a judge. When somebody says, I'll give you 50-50 in court and then turns around and takes that back over $125 a month, they should not have the children. But right now I'm at the point where I'm waiting on the appeal to come back. I'm still trying to get his name changed because she's never ordered a birth certificate. I know everybody has a birth certificate, but she's never had a physical copy of it. So we actually don't even know what it says. That's where I'm having the trouble right now. I've sent in for it. This is three times. They're telling me the wording of it's different. The order from the judge says... Make Timothy Newsom the father and change his name. They called me and said it doesn't say to remove so uh, Marty, I think's his name. It doesn't say to remove Marty from the birth certificate and add you. It just says to add you. I said, I'm sorry, lady, but common sense will tell you if you're adding somebody on there and they're designated as the father, you have to remove a father. But anyway, I had to get another order. And then they're saying they're not uh, finding my son in the system, that it's not worded the name to change from I got that taken taken care of 
Okay, then they said the guy on the birth certificate's name is misspelled. Okay, so now I'm waiting on that to come back. So I'm waiting on the child support order, the birth certificate order, and the appeal to come back. That's where I'm at with it right now, and I'm doing my standard visitation. The judge can give me no reason whatsoever why a fit, loving, biological father doesn't have at least half the time with his son. Now, I understand he's been with her for four years. Four to five years he's been with her. No problems have been caused, nothing like that. She's kept him alive. She's fed him. And he does have a half-brother that lives there with him. So all I want is fairness. Fair and equal rights for everybody. My son deserves to be with me half the time and deserves to be with her half the time. He needs to know his whole family. He needs to know his grandmother and his son spend time with them. He needs to know his other grandmother and grandfather spend time with them. So 50-50 is clearly the best option. She's in poor health. She lives by herself. She's got a boyfriend that's in and out maybe two times a week. But she lives by herself raising these two kids and she's very sick. And here you have a fit loving father that doesn't even have a, get a chance. And they're telling me now that the mother was never notified in court. So that's what my lawyer put in the appeal also. The mother was never notified in court to be there. Even though I've messaged her and the grandmother's messaged her, the real mother has never been notified to be in court. And through this all, the grandmother has gained de facto custodianship, making it harder for me to fight for my son. They're giving her the same rights as a parent because he's been in her house for four years, even though I didn't even know about the child. You know, one lawyer of mine did argue this guy found out he had a child and done everything he possibly could since the day he found out about the child. Okay, it's not like he neglected the child or anything. The mother was saying it's not his child, it's somebody else's. Put him on the birth certificate. Three and a half years later, boom, you're the father. Now what do you do? I think I've done everything I could possibly do. I've tried being nice with the grandmother, and I have been, and I still am, for the sake of my son. Even though she's lied to me, she's put it on Facebook, he's coming to live with me, and took it back. She's offered 50-50, took that back. You know, I'm still nice with her and willing to work with her for the sake of my son. Because him and his priorities come first in my life. And I want to be able to tell him when he's older that dad did every single thing he could do for you since he found out about you. He's asking me questions now. He's five. He was, he's like, where, where was you at when I was a baby? You didn't take care of me. Mama did. I'm sorry, Joey. I didn't know about you, son. If I knew about you, I'd be there. Dad's done everything he could possibly do since the minute he found out about you. And I'm going to keep doing everything I can for my son. I love my son. He's my number one priority. I feel sorry for any man that's trying to get custody of their children. Because it's so hard in family court. You have to look at what lawyer you get. You got to look at what county you're in. My county's a buddy-buddy system county. If you're friends with somebody, you owe them a favor. You can get whatever you want. And I'm seeing it play out right before my very eyes. Why is her lawyer doing it pro bono? Okay, that's a, that's a really good question to ask. 
My lawyer can't answer that question. He said he's tried to figure it out. He said he likes me a lot, but he, he couldn't do an appeal pro bono. He just can't afford to, he said. A lot of things just don't add up in my case. The mother was never notified. They said I was getting 50-50 and retracted it. Oh, just so much, it makes my head spin. But where I'm at right now with it, I'm waiting on the appeal to come back from the appeals to a higher court. It's supposed to be three lawyers that decide. They look at my case. No new facts can be entered, Any nothing like that. They look at my case the way it is, and they come to a determination. It could be a month, could be six months, but they're going to reach, reach a determination here soon. It could be to retry the whole thing, take away her de facto custodianship. It could be to give me 50-50. It could be to give me custody and her visitation. We never know. Or it could be retried and only the mother gets a chance. I don't know. I do not know how they're going to do this, but I've begged all three lawyers in the courts to get in the grandmother's medical records, but they refuse. They know she's sick. They want to give her time with him, and they want to give the mother a chance to step up. She showed up for zero court dates. Zero. But my lawyers put in the appeal that she was never notified, hopefully to get it retried. I just don't know what to do anymore. Wait on the appeal, try to save up money in case it goes bad to get another lawyer. I'm looking at Deuce Tecum. I mentioned it to my lawyer not long ago. He said Deuce Tecum's a good idea, but you got to make sure. I said, I know she's sick. She has one lung. Her boyfriend's told my family. But you can't do Deuce's Tecum, which is subpoenaing, in, subpoenaing the grandmother for her medical records until after the appeal comes back. So hopefully when the appeal comes back, it'll be in my favor. And if not, I'll take it from there. I'll try to hire a different lawyer, try to get them to do the deuces them. try to show them the medical records. I'll just keep getting visitation with my son. And I'll just keep showing the courts I'm not gonna give up. I think that's the main thing. We need to show them that we're not gonna give up. They can put us through hell. They can put us through more hell. They can keep putting us through hell. But we'll never give up. Never give up and never surrender for your children. They'll thank you when they're older. They need both parents. I'm a firm believer in 50-50. I'm a firm believer in fairness. I'm a firm believer in equality. And parent and fathers are just as good as parents as mothers, if not better in some cases. So I don't think it should be a gender issue. I think it should be a parents issue. Okay, I'm not this big public speaker. I'm not... I'm not claiming to be good with my words. I just wanted to get my story out there and, you know, tell it a little bit. Let other fathers know. I'm kind of in over my head, don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to do the next right thing, find out things as I go, and just trying to gain custody of my son. Well, thank you for taking the time to listen and never give up on your children. They love you and they'll thank you for it later. Thank you and God bless. Bye-bye.